0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Batman Universe Podcast. I'm your host, this Dustin, and I'm here bringing you all the crazy news in the Batman Universe. Today we have a new co-host, and he is... Hi, this is Chris. And Chris emailed me, and here he is on the podcast. So as I've said in the past, if you want to be on the podcast, all you got to do is email me and have a mic, and be able to download uh, Skype to your computer, and you can get on just like Chris did. So, let's go right into it. We got a lot of news to cover and a lot of stuff, and I know this episode is just a little late, later than normal, um, partly because of some of the stuff that's happened just in the last couple of days, and we wanted to make sure we could cover that. So, let's jump in right into movie news. On that's April, it. on April fourteenth, um, it was an, we found out that you can now pre-order the Dark Knight soundtrack, which will have the score from Hans Zimmer on it um you can check that out on Amazon.
1: Hey, uh, Dustin? Yeah. Is uh that the same one that did uh is the uh did he do the first uh, Batman uh score as well?
0: Yes, he did. Hans Zimmer did the score for Batman Begins and that's uh it's the difference between uh the la- the, the last soundtrack and the, or well, let me rephrase that. The difference between the Nolan series Soundtracks and the previous soundtracks Are that the soundtracks aren't You know, hit songs of the current Times, it's basically just The score from the movies And And that's And that's done by Hans Zimmer That gives a little more um, Movie uh, Credit, I guess Than, you know Just picking up somebody Who's popular at the time and trying to plug Their song in the the movie Which I'm not a big fan of so, April 16th, DarkHorizons.com is reporting that the runtime for The Dark Knight will be around three hours long.
1: And I love it.
0: <laughs> I'm loving that too. I am so glad that that movie could be three hours long. The last movie that I can remember being three hours long was probably Lord of the Rings. And Me I have too. to say, if a comic book movie, whether it be, you know, Batman or anything else but especially Batman can be three hours long we are in for a great movie
1: yeah I was really surprised when I heard that about a comic book movie Um, and I think it's a great idea I know some people have concerns they uh, some people don't like long movies but my take is you know as expensive as it is to see a movie today um, that's one thing. And I don't, I always feel like I'm shortchanged if the movie is, uh, considerably short. Um, but also I believe in giving the director enough time to, uh, to tell his story and, uh, for them to take this much time on this movie uh, and already knowing the quality that it's, uh, that it appears to be, uh, that's just great news. I was blown away when I heard that.
0: Yeah. And I definitely agree. Um, but what I'm thinking is, um, Another good reason for it to be three hours long is that because they are going to incorporate two face somewhere, whether it be just at the end, like they've been reporting since the beginning or well whether he actually has a part within the movie, they can incorporate him and not take a gigantic focus away from the joke,
1: yeah, that's true,
0: and I think they not only not only that but you know. Instead of getting, you know, a 90 minute movie like most movies are nowadays, you get a lot more than that for and you can put you can make a story a lot bigger. So for something like this that, you know, could easily take a movie, a Batman movie and make it specifically about the Joker and then another one specifically about Two-Face and just put that into one movie. Like you said, that's more money for us or that's that's better money that we're giving
1: them yeah better value my only concern I suppose and uh, this would be a little bit of a devil's advocate but um, you know everybody remembers Spider-Man 3 and I think the main gripe with that is um, they had too many villains in there and they tried too much and I suppose that could be a possibility with this one uh, but I really don't believe that's what's going to happen
0: yeah I'm not not thinking that's going to happen either I I definitely think that um, well Spider-Man 3 I think failed in the regards that They tried to combine the three not just three villains but three villains from the beginning like they tried covering the origins of all of them and fit them all in and then somehow incorporate them all together to work together i don't think i don't think that if uh you know two-face actually has you know more than just an appearance in the end of the movie that he will be working with the joker i think it'll it'll be a more complex storyline than the spider-man 3 where it's just bad guys versus good guy, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that.
0: All right, so on April 18th, those who submitted their phone number um, on pretty much any site, um, but mostly CCAFGB, Concerned Citizens, or B-G, Concerned Citizens for bettergotham.org um if you submitted your phone number to that you received a phone call and i'm going to play that phone call for everyone so if you had you didn't get it you got it now let me just pull that up and here it is is
2: city voter survey if you would like to take our brief survey to share your opinions on the upcoming gotham election for district attorney Please stay on the line. Your views are important to us. Question number one. On a scale of zero to nine, how warm are your feelings towards Harvey Dent? Zero is not warm at all. Nine is very warm. Please use your telephone keypad to enter your answer now. Question number two. If you learned that Harvey Dent has the lowest prosecution rate of any assistant district attorney, how important is that to you? On a scale of 0 to 9, 0 being not important at all, 9 being extremely important, please enter your answer now. Question number 3. If you learn that Harvey Dent has close personal ties to people involved in organized crime, how important is that to you? On a scale of 0 to 9, 0 being not important at all, 9 being extremely important, please enter your answer now. Question number four. If you learn that Harvey Dent was hospitalized for mental treatment, how important is that to you? On a scale of zero to nine, zero being not important at all, nine being extremely important, please enter your answer now. Question number five. If you learned that Harvey Dent failed to file income tax reports for the last four years, how important is that to you? On a scale of zero to nine, zero being not important at all, nine being extremely important, please enter your answer now. Question number six. Now, think about Harvey Dent. How warm are your feelings towards Harvey Dent? On a scale of zero to nine, zero being not warm at all, nine being very warm, please enter your answer now. Guys, if you're listening to this message, it's all gone to hell. We got a rent somewhere, but uh, the boss ain't forgetting about you want you to travel a little see the world, get some sun stay out of Gotham while the heat's you know am good you can be proud of yourself don't get pinched and uh, we'll bring you back when it's all good
0: so that was the survey and basically that message at the end if you enter a specific code there was a message that kind of ties into something that came up later on in the week that we'll get to Um, yeah that was that on the same day Jim Gordon sent an email to all the people who participated in the Acme Security Systems uh, thing that happened on uh, April 1st and the email read it's time my friend indictments are about to be handed down if you don't want your name on one well, well we'll need your full cooperation in an upcoming operation in case you haven't heard, we are struggling with a bit of corruption in the department. I'm not about to let the Gotham PD collapse in on itself, so we're taking action. We've identified a group of offenders that need to, to be apprehended. Problem is, most of these cops are hightailing it out of the city. But just as a CI like you, just gave us some information on their last known whereabouts. We all need, all, now all we need is to catch up to them. There is what you, there, that, gee, wow. <laughs> this is where you come in Consider yourself on deck I'll contact you next week Let's just say it would be in your best interest to play along County is not a place you want to spend the rest of your life Lieutenant Jim Gordon, MCU Interesting So basically um, The code that was typed in during the survey If you typed in a specific code I believe it was 146938 I believe that was the code type that code in you got that message from basically saying skip town now
1: Dustin uh, did you with the code the way you put it in did you have to put it in according to the uh, responses it was asking you throughout that telephone call
0: yes exactly while I was oh, asking so. the questions and I actually found out about this later because I actually got the phone call about the survey while I was out at dinner at a restaurant And when I came home I checked online and found out I guess somebody figured out the code I really don't understand and how some of these people figure out the code
2: so fast.
0: <laughs> um, especially with some of the stuff that happened last night, which we'll get to, but some of these people, I don't know, we must have some real geniuses that are Batman fans because they, they figure out these codes super fast. But
1: Yeah, that's something else.
0: So, on April 20th, um, the brand new trailer premiered at the New York Comic Convention. So if you were lucky enough to go, despite uh, repeated um comments online on various batman website or batman fan websites stating that um the dark knight was not going to be represented you were you were pretty much duped pretty well um because they did have a 15 minute slot nobody thought anything was going to happen and those who did go found out that they were going to show the new trailer On April 23rd another new email from Gordon basically says okay friend you're up to bat now you have a new assignment operation Slipknot so operation Slipknot let me just give everyone the basic overview of operation Slipknot I'm sure well you can actually still go check it out if you want Um, your best bet go to Batman uh, type in Batman wiki Bruce on Google and the first site that pops up, go to that site and it has all the websites on it if you haven't been following all of the viral marketing, but they'll have the site name on there. Basically what it was was they would list off three, two or three um, police that were corrupt and there was a phone number you had to call. It introduced another new website called Gotham Intercontinental Hotel. You You call the concierge of the hotel and you say you you pretend you are the person who they're trying to catch and you tell them I have got a package I need you to send to an address basically if you were lucky enough to get through which I wasn't lucky enough to get through and I know a lot of other people were there was only 30 packages total Um, they were all sent out the packages contained they were all sent out that day And the next day, the people who um, were lucky enough to get them got a new Joker phone, Joker card dictionary for the country that the poli- the police person was supposed to be traveling to, or supposed to be going to along with a mock Gotham City driver's license and $25,000 in Wayne Enterprise bonds. Mm-hmm. So that was basically that and then at the end um, Gordon sent out another email saying Operation Slipknot is complete. Now Keep in mind this whole, um, or I wouldn't say scavenger hunt, but this whole uh, operation covered the 23rd and went into the 24th because once you got your package, you were supposed to put in some numbers online and then it would say that they captured the person. So on the 24th of April, the email read, Operation Slipknot is complete. Even though three suspects remain at large, your work re- represents a huge step forward in cleaning up our beloved city. The fugitives are being arrested, handcuffed, and extradited back to Gotham for prosecution. Doesn't it feel better to be on the right side of the law for once? Thanks to you, Gotham can hold its head high once again. But do me a favor, stay out of trouble. Gordon.
1: Interesting. Any uh, thoughts on who these uh, three suspects remaining at large are?
0: Well, my thought is they weren't supposed to have any that were supposed to be remaining at large. I can I can get the names for them, but what it ended up becoming was the people who got sent the packages for each one. I basically think that either the packages didn't arrive before the people went to work and they wanted to wrap it up so everybody wasn't waiting or something on those lines or the person who got the package decided, hey, I'm not going to call it in. But the names of them was one was Billy D'Ambrosio. the other one was Jimmy Nickerson and Tony Elwell. Um, but I don't really think that's gonna come into factor with anything that you know is it actually gonna come up to be of, of importance. so
1: it's interesting
0: now, the the thing that kind of blew everyone's mind is we were hoping that the trailer was gonna be released because we finished this. instead, it released a new poster and the poster is basically Batman standing behind, standing in front of a skyscraper Skyscrapers, pretty much the entire background and there's been an explosion on the side of the skyscraper and the fire you can still see some of the fire and the explosion that imprint that makes on the building is actually the bat signal and it says at the top welcome to a world without rules
1: yes i saw that poster it is so cool looking um what are your thoughts on
0: it my thoughts on that poster is i wish i did not buy one of the first posters that came out (laughs) because i had bought um the why so serious one that was on the brick wall the basically the black circles and the the bat signal that was supposed to be the smile i bought that one for my uh entertainment room and basically when this one came out was thinking wow i should have waited until closer to the movie to buy the post which i'll probably still end up getting that one and just that one will be on top of the one that i already purchased it just pays to wait it's very cool. it pays to wait
1: yeah it's very cool um uh, it kind of reminds me of the old movie uh, fight club I remember towards the end, they did something on the side of a skyscraper. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, yes. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but it's been a while since I've seen that.
1: I'm pretty sure it was a uh, smiley face.
0: Oh, yes, that's Uh, right.
1: Yeah, a really crude smiley face. Um, But this is uh, a lot cooler than a smiley face.
0: And there was, um, well... Um, okay, so let's just jump into April 26th. This was the gigantic, humongous thing that happened in the last couple days. April 26th introduced a new page. Well, actually, once that Operation Slipknot was completed, it introduced a new page. WhySoSerious.com, well, it's all part of the plan. As always, I'll provide links to all these sites at the bottom of uh, the description on the Potomatic site, as well as if you download it on iTunes, it'll be in the show description. So you can get all these links and check it out. Um, it, 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 it introduces a site, which has 12 pictures of famous U.S. president. well, not, I wouldn't necessarily say famous, but U.S. presidents, and each portrait is joker um, with with basically a red smile, black eyes.
1: Hmm.
0: And this site is cool. This site actually has the one where um this is where you find the new poster for the dark knight which was the one that i just described but um basically at the bottom of the page there was a little piece of paper that said like four days so then we thought okay four days till the trailer you click on the piece of paper and it says that the various locations throughout you know that are listed at the bottom of these portraits there's gonna be another scavenger hunt so you know um couple differences was that there was a Toronto one, there was London, and Sao Paulo in Brazil. But then the, of course we had LA, Boston, New York, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Denver, San Francisco, Chicago, Dallas, and those were the ones in the United States. If you were and basically said you need to get an online conformant and be at this exactly gave uh, like grid coordinates for globe you click on that it would show you a map of exactly where it was basically when the time got right which was yesterday 5 30 at each in each time zone for the appropriate uh city 5:30 p.m the countdown stopped and then there was these clues that popped up for, so for instance like kansas city there was a bunch of just a lot of crazy crazy clues that make you really think Basically, you had to be there and have somebody be able to read you these online or be lucky enough to have an iPhone or something that you can actually view this site on. But like crazy things like sprint from the dead grass to the car park and count the steps, stair steps, it would take to be eye and eye with Einstein if you started out being eye to eye with Aristotle. Now, if you have no, I mean, nobody knows what the heck that means, so you just got to figure it out. But anyway, what ends up happening is... There's three steps, you solve all three steps, you can get the numbers. You click on the back of, the, or you click on the picture, the portrait of the president, and there's a safe. You put in the numbers of the stuff that the steps, or the clues gave you, and then if you put in the right number, it opens up a, it, it opens up the safe. So, basically, if you were at, at the place and you were lucky enough to go like I was, although I had to drive, Forever to get there, I drove over three hours to go, and I'm not recommending anybody do that because what we ended up getting was a Joker, uh, one of a kind Joker card stamped with the location that it was that we were at, um, and then there we also received a raffle ticket, and then we were led to a movie theater that wasn't that far away, guided in, and we were able to see the new trailer at our movie theater. At the end of the movie, they the there was these goons that I guess were supposedly working for the Joker and they were like leading the entire scavenger hunt from on the ground. And they basically took the raffle ticket and said, "Okay, we had, they brought they had a film case that basically looked like it was a film case for the trailer" and said Okay, they read off numbers, and if they read your number, you won the film reel. So, you would assume you just won the, the trailer. The problem is, I stuck around long enough to to see the guy who won the, the the film reel take it out of the case. When he took it out of the case, one thing he noticed when, or one thing I noticed when he was holding the case before he opened it was that it said Dark Knight trailer, set the runtime for it, and then at the bottom... In very small print, it said, Scratched.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, when the thing was passed off to the guy who won it on the raffle, the, the little clown goon guy said, Now, you've got to share this with everybody. You've got to figure out some way to share this with everybody. So we're all assuming, hey, you've got to figure out a way to get that transfer to digital and get it online. Well, by the time I got home, which was like three hours later... I go online hoping that maybe somebody in a different time zone, possibly London, already got the, already got it online. Didn't find anything out. Come to find out that all the, um, basically once the safes were all open, there was these little J's at the bottom of the, the thing. Once you click on the J's, that leads you to another puzzle. And the entire night, it was just a bunch of puzzles. It basically led you to a puzzle that you had to configure the J's in a specific way, which would lead you to another website. That website is called um, whysoserious.com slash sitting ducks. Um, and basically, there was another crazy puzzle that you had to solve for that. And that, when that was solved, led you to why so slash happy trails now some of you might know what happy trails is because happy trails is the same site that released the first trailer so a lot of people thought it was something was wrong and it was an old site so a lot of people were talking about it but it wasn't um basically um what ended up happening was It's saying that everyone who wasn't there to actually see the trailer in the theater had to wait till Sunday to see it online. So if you were the online cohort, cohort for the thing, you kind of got screwed over. Hmm. Um. But also, by the time I got on, by by the time I got home, um, there was a lot of people that we're trying to figure out what happened so they were thinking well we could still get the trailer online once somebody uploads it well nobody figured it out until this morning when some somebody I think it was the Philadelphia person posted some pictures online that basically the trailer is the trailer but it's completely jacked up it's been scratched by the Joker and it's basically a jokerized version of the trailer so it's all screwed up It's got words all over it And there is actually One of the guys I don't know which one it was I'm assuming it's the guy in Philadelphia Because he was the only one That anybody was talking about That was doing this He actually got a post on YouTube And I'll provide a, uh, a link to that Okay so we just paused to check out This new Jokerized clip uh, Wow Crazy Um, I think if the Joker really had this reel and knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman, well, he would, he'd figure that one out pretty quick. But, uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I think my best part, my, my, uh, I think the funniest part about it, Batman flying through the sky, dropping yellow (laughs) droppings. I think, uh, that's probably the most classic moment in that trailer. Um... (laughs) One quick thing that a lot of people probably aren't going to notice but I saw in some pictures of the film um, previously, if you wait to the part where they're showing Harvey Dent holding a gun, like kind of, not to his head but kind of next to his head and the camera's doing a shot from, like straight at a 90 degree angle from his face, you'll notice that there's words written that say, my hero. Which is kind of interesting. Mm. That could be a twist on something.
1: That is interesting. My favorite part, I think, was the uh, the addition of a lightsaber.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty classic too. Especially and, uh, his.
1: Uh, go ahead.
0: It especially went well because of the sound effects that happened when the.
1: <laughs> yeah, and every time he would show himself, he'd get excited. Number one, and point to himself. Yeah that's that's classic
0: that's great so if you haven't checked that out like i said i'll I'll provide a link for that so you can check that out because that's brand new news we just found out now recording and we are providing it firsthand to you guys so basically if you want to see the real trailer you're gonna to have to wait till sunday unless you can check it. you can search around and there's still some bootleg versions not very good quality but there are some still bootleg uh, versions online otherwise just wait till sunday it's not gonna kill you especially if most of everyone who's upset is blown off most of the anger from not being able to see it last night so that's basically all the movie news we have up until now I'm sure there'll be more um, well of course there'll be more we s- oh, actually I failed to mention something there's been a bunch of new um, posters that have been posted online there's one There's a couple, Joker with a black in the background, Joker holding a Joker card. There's another one, Batman holding a batarang. And another one, Harvey Dent holding a button. This says, I believe in Harvey Dent. Um, There's those posters. There's also a new outdoor art poster that came out with Batman standing in front of um, his penthouse with the window blown out. But it's a much larger version than the one that was previously released. Um... And then there was also a Jokerized version of that same one we were describing earlier. Instead of saying, welcome to a world without rules, it's basically, there's a word scratched on it. says, welcome to my world without rules. And that's the Jokerized version.
1: There's also one, uh, it's uh, looking up uh, with Batman driving over uh, with his motorcycle. Ah,
0: yes, I forgot about that one. Yeah,
1: that was interesting.
0: So those are all online. You can check those out.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, all of them are very cool.
0: You can pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point, all of them are probably on Yahoo Movies. Just type, y- or go to Yahoo Movies, type in The Dark Knight. They're all on the front page because that was the big news that was yesterday and today. So, all right. Um, let's get to TV news. TV news, the only thing I got is uh, The Batman Season 5, is uh, we found out, will be released on July 8th, which is the same day as pretty much... All the other Batman movies will be being released as well, including Batman Begins on Blu-ray, Special Edition DVD, Limited Edition, uh, Blu-ray, and a couple other ones. No, that actually might be it. But um, those are all coming out on the 8th, Um, and then, as I said in the last podcast, the old style Batman from 1966 is going to be coming out July 1st, a week prior to that.
1: The Batman season five. What is that? Is that the last animated show they did?
0: Yes, that's the last animated show. The that kind of anime style one. That not not a lot of uh, you know true Batman comic true to the comic fans. Um, they didn't really like it that much. Yeah, I couldn't
1: watch it. All right. Any Uh, more? uh, Well, any more news on the uh, new upcoming TV show or cartoon?
0: um no new news yet um we actually have um a couple people that we have some more questions later on that we're going to answer from some people who emailed me about the show so we'll get on the new show a little bit more later on okay but um on the book news we got two to report april 30th we have which is actually tomorrow april 30th superman batman volume six uh torment Collecting Superman, Batman, number 37 to 42. Written by Ellen Burnett. And illustrated by Batman art team Dustin Nguyen and Derek Furgolfs. This volume presents an epic tale that takes the Dark Knight and Superman from the streets of Gotham to the outer reaches of Apocalypse. In a quest that pits them against the terrifying galactic villain Darkseid Scarecrow, Killer Croc and more. 160 pages, color, hardcover. 1999 US dollars-hmm
1: did you collect those issues
0: yes I actually have subscriptions to all the main stage Batman comics detective comics Batman Robin Nightwing birds of prey um, Superman Batman I think that's it
1: did you uh, enjoy what the uh, what this is, uh, you know, the thing that's coming out? Did you enjoy that story when it came out?
0: Not as much as I enjoyed the storyline that just currently wrapped up about them finding the kryptonite, the different color kryptonite all over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, well, finding the kryptonite, but then also the story recently that involved the silver kryptonite. I think that one was a little more enjoyable, easier, uh, more easy reading than compared to this. I'm not real sure what Batman's real, uh, necessity to go with Superman to battle Darkseid is, considering, Mm -hmm. I mean, no offense to Batman, he doesn't, he really doesn't belong in space. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So... Alright, on May 7th, we have Batman vs. the Scarecrow. Don't miss this classic reprint of one of the Batman's greatest battles against the Scarecrow from Detective Comics number 371. Originally included with Batman slash Scarecrow Fear gift set from DC Direct. 24 pages, color, Two ninety-nine US
1: dollars. I was trying to find information on this, and um, I'm pretty sure I found the, definitely the wrong comic. When I Googled uh, Detective Comics 371, it came up with a really old comic that had Batman uh, getting beat up by common goons um, uh, asking Batgirl to help. And she's in the uh, foreground saying, well, I'm sorry, but I have a uh, more important problem. My, my uh, penny hose ripped or something. And I just thought, What? And, uh, I don't know, apparently, uh, different Batman for a different time, but definitely not the one, uh, talked about here versus the Scarecrow. That,
0: you know, that actually might actually be the same one. It just might have been, yeah, I basically think that it was basically two different stories in one comic book, and that's, that's my thinking, because I got that info straight from the DC Comics website, so. Mm Uh-huh. All right, and that's all we got on, uh. Book news. The only general news we have is, well, there's a ton of uh, Dark Knight merchandise coming out. I was not able to find out or confirm from any source whatsoever the actual date that the merchandise is supposed to be coming out. But my theory that I had, that I said in the past episode, about basically having the t- the new trailers show a picture of the Two Face, so they could release the Two Face figure. That got scrapped because I found out that they will be releasing the Dark Knight action figures in waves, so That's what I thought. as soon as the first wave comes out, it's not going to have the, this Two-Face. Two-Face is actually in the very last wave, which probably won't come out till either the time of the movie or right after the release of the movie, so that way it really doesn't spoil anything. So my theory, completely wrong.
1: I was wondering about that when I was listening to past podcasts. Um, I can't remember another toy line they've done that with, but it sounds familiar. And uh, I'll throw out a guess that it'll be a week after the movie comes out when that line will will bring out Two-Face.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking so too. Um, the other merchandise news we have is there's a ton of new Dark Knight shirts. Uh, I'm not going to provide links because you can basically type in Dark Knight t-shirt on Google and literally pop up with a ton of hits because there's pretty much everybody in their brother who wants to make money is making dark knight t-shirts. So, you can check that out. But the big news we found out on April 18th, there is a going to be a new video game which is going to have Mortal Kombat versus DC.
1: And that is crazy.
0: Yes. That is basically in my opinion a flashback from the Super NES days. Marvel vs. Capcom. Anybody? Anybody? I, I'm thinking I'm. I, I'm thinking somebody was like, Hey, I got a great idea. But really didn't have an idea. Just took somebody else's idea. But um, we're going to provide the trailer. a uh, link to the trailer for that. The trailer is actually featuring Sub-Zero vs. Batman. Um, I really don't see this... I mean, as much as I love Batman, I don't see this game doing well at all. Not in today's society you would think batman's DC...
1: kicking uh, batman's kicking some butt though
0: yeah he is i just think that uh dc could have made a little better uh decision when ma- deciding yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do that like they could have had like anything mortal Kombat versus street fighter why didn't they do that and then instead they pick superheroes versus mortal Kombat oh. people
1: you know it's a crazy idea. Um, I saw a video review or interview I guess with the guy in charge of this project from Mortal Kombat and uh, he explained that he just grew up and he saw these crazy crossovers and this was one of the crazy ideas he had always had in his head. Um, whenever I was first saw the trailer though I thought this is some sort of spoof. It's past April Fool's Day but this can't be, uh, this can't be real. And uh, but sure enough, it it seems legit and I'm going to stay open about it. I've learned a lot about it. Like, for instance, they're not going to have fatalities, but they're going to uh, get as close as they can um, to that traditional combat system on Mortal Kombat. Um, One of the things a lot of people were saying, it seems like everybody's upset about it, uh, but still remaining open. Uh, But one of the uh, main interests was, well, this could work if they have a large cast of characters. That would at least be interesting. However, uh, it's been confirmed that I believe there's only going to be a total of 20 characters. So uh, I don't know. I can see it easily tanking and uh, becoming terrible. Uh, But, you know, I'll I'll stay open and hopeful that something crazy will happen. Uh, One of the interesting things I heard was, well, it's going to have heroes and villains from the DC Universe. And so I was going to uh, pick your brain real quick, Dustin, and say, uh, out of the DC Universe, what villains do you think would make an interesting fighting game or that you'd like to see on this?
0: I would say you definitely have to do, if you have, let's say you take five superheroes from the DC Universe, and you have to team them up with their main villain. If you do Batman, you have to do Joker. Probably not necessarily the best combat. If you were looking for best combat... Most likely I'd say go for Bane Just for brute strength Yeah But classicness and trying to keep You know you know All time villain You'd have to go Joker um, If you went Superman I'd say go with Lex Luthor for classicness But go for possibly Metallo uh, For brute strength And combat wise um, Hmm kind of left
1: i've heard oh go ahead
0: no go ahead
1: oh i've heard the joker too and um, i would like to see him not so much as a fighter but maybe uh perhaps a technical fighter using his weird gadgets i think they could be creative with that um it would be interesting to see if they could do something with catwoman you know and her whip or something i'd be interested to see if they could make that work uh, but as far as Batman, uh, they pretty much, I guess, have they have the look for him. But I would love to see him replaced or have different costumes and bring in, like, perhaps the uh, Frank Miller Batman because he seems a lot more gritty. And, uh, and what Frank Miller's done with the character, I'd, I'd much rather see him in this sort of setting than uh, your typical uh, Batman look. Uh, and I, defi-
0: I definitely think that if you, you brought in Frank Miller's gritty style of the Batman... It actually worked better for this type of project.
1: I agree, it would, but unfortunately, I'm pretty sure that's a pipe dream right now.
0: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it probably is. But what, the one thing that I'm really hoping is that if this, if this game does tank, that it doesn't prohibit DC from doing something similar to like Ultimate Alliance that Marvel did. Because yes. we're still waiting for something like that. I mean, it's been about over, well, it's been about a year and a half since Ultimate Alliance came out. And at the time, DC was saying, hey, we're going to do something similar, but we're going to make it better. And we're still waiting.
1: Well, I think you're actually uh, 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 admitting uh, unwittingly how bad the game actually was, because there was a game that came out. Um and it was horrible. I think it was just called Justice League. Do you remember that?
0: Uh well, there was a couple different Justice League games that did come out. I don't think it because basically the way that everyone was talking that they were gonna try to make this was they were gonna take like something similar to and I'm, I may be completely off and listeners if I'm wrong, email me Batman Universe Podcast and correct me and I'll fix myself on the next episode. It's been a long time since I remember reading this article. It basically said they were going to take some stuff, the popularity of War of the World, take bits and pieces from that, make a online game that was similar to the War of the War, uh, World of Warcraft. I don't know why I said War of the Worlds. Uh, World of Warcraft. Take the online community of something similar to that, and then incorporate the villains. And all of the heroes from the DC Universe to make something like that. And I'm pretty sure they never did do something like that. I know they did do uh, a couple different Justice League games, but nothing on the regards that I was reading a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Now that I remember more, uh, it was uh, it came out along the time of X-Men Legends 2 before uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, or you know the Marvel game was even, I guess, being considered... Um, but, yeah, it came out around X-Men Legends 2, uh, that time frame. And I believe it's called Justice League. Uh, it may have been called uh, something a little longer than that. I know... And you could be... Go ahead.
0: I know that uh, Justice League, It one of... I know the PSP version was Justice League Heroes, because I actually had that. Uh, it wasn't that great. Um, I know there was a couple different... It was basically Justice League for... Ah, there was It was something else. There was some other word, but it was for PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube for all the systems. And you could also get the Heroes, the Justice League Heroes for PSP and I think Nintendo DS or Game Boy or whatever. Something like that. But
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: But yeah, that, I mean that game, I think the PSP version... It's not no. It's not the same. It's it was more of like an arcade type kind of game. You kind of just walk through, destroy things, kill pe kill people, or not kill people, beat people up, and you know, it wasn't very well made. And the game for the actual real systems, uh, not real systems, but non-portable systems, it was a little better, but still, DC sometimes lacks in making games. Uh, that are as good of a quality as some of the Marvel games that have come out. Yeah, I agree. Alright, um, as uh, as I said in the last podcast, we're still postponing comic reviews, uh, mostly because of all the new news, and as you can tell, we're already up to about 45 minutes, and we haven't even gotten to questions and answers of the forgotten villains, so... Um, That's why we're postponing them, we will bring them back. So if you are interested in the comic reviews, I do apologize. We will be bringing back all the comic reviews for all the comics that we were doing previously, um, as well as I'm sure there'll be more that'll be coming out, um, especially around July. We'll bring those comic reviews back probably the first week of August. So look forward to that, otherwise I apologize. Um, This week, the Forgotten Villain, or this this podcast, The Forgotten Villain, we're going to do is uh, Killer Croc. So it's Killer Croc, and we're going to throw it over to Chris to take care of this one.
1: Great. All right. Killer Croc. His real name is uh, Waylon Jones, and he was born with a medical condition that caused him to grow progressively more like a crocodile. In the comics, his intelligence level has varied from competent schemer to berserk monster, Uh, In his original appearances, he resembled a powerfully built man covered entirely in green scales. Uh, However, his disease has slowly robbed him of all identifiable human traits. In his most recent appearances, he has an elongated snout uh, and tail. Uh, Once he was a cocaine arms dealer until foiled by Nightwing and Robin. Um, When Bane helped get everyone out of Arkham in the Nightfall saga, Killer Croc went to get revenge on Bane. While in the sewers, he smelled Bane and went after him, but only found Robin. Bane then attacked him, but the ledge they were standing on broke, and the three fell into the sewers, and the fight ended up as a draw. Uh, Killer Croc is is afflicted with uh, what seems to be some form of, uh, let's see if I can say this right, regressive atavism, atavism. Uh, but it means he has inherited some of the traits of ancestral species of the human race his skin has hardened to the point where it is invulnerable to most forms of abrasion and even high caliber weapons fired from a distance. He possesses uh, super strength and is able to even rip a large bank vault door right off its hinges with ease. Uh, He has superhuman regenerative powers and is able to heal even lost limbs. Over time the uh, primal reptilian part of his brain gains more control of the psyche and he possesses superhuman reflexes and speed. Uh, Croc also possesses the superior senses and underwater capabilities of his namesake. And in a nutshell, that is Killer Croc. Um, and I'd like to say, Dustin, I liked him okay back in the old Batman the Animated Series. I thought he was an interesting character. Um, and I think, uh, and I believe you touched on this on a previous podcast, having him in an actual movie live action movie would probably be too much I think it would be a whole lot like watching the Hulk um, what do you think?
0: I, I I think yeah it pretty much would be a little too much um, I think maybe they could throw him in as a cameo in a live action movie do a circus scene or something like that and he's part of the freak show or something because that's how he in most of the stories that he's in or most of his origin stories say that he used to be before he came to crime, he used to be in a circus freak show. So I think that if they had something like that, it would work just as a little cameo, kind of like they did with Mr. Saz in Batman Begins.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, I, think, I think that's basically it, but Killer Croc, just want to throw in there, he did appear, as you said, in the Batman animated series. He was also in a couple episodes of the new animated Batman, and, or the new Adventures of Batman, and the series that just wrapped up, the Batman, and the movie that will be coming out this summer, the animated movie, Batman Gotham Night. And I, we kind of did Killer Croc this time because it coincides with Batman Gotham Night. We're trying to, I'm going to try to knock out all of the villains that are going to appear in that, that film before the movie comes out. That's why we did Deadshot last time, so...
1: Sounds great. I'm excited about this upcoming uh, Gotham Knight, mainly because uh, I'm glad they're going to use the same Batman uh, voice actor.
0: Yes, Kevin Conroy.
1: I think that's great. I remember him from the animated series, and I've always associated him with just being the Batman.
0: Because, because, well, for the most part, for like close to ten years, he was the constant for Batman. While we went from Michael Keaton... In, you know, Batman Returns, to Val Kilmer and Batman Forever, to George Clooney in Batman and Robin, that entire time, those, or that entire time frame, we had Kevin Conroy playing the Batman in the animated series that entire time. He was the only constant.
1: That's right.
0: So, upcoming releases. Uh, so tomorrow, the only one we got is... Superman, Batman, Volume 6, Torment, that we talked about earlier. Um, May 7th, we have Batman vs. the Scarecrow, which we talked about earlier. Also, May 7th, Batman Death Mask, number 2, which is the miniseries um, of 4. Detective Comics, number 844, and Nightwing 144. So, go support your local comic book shop and pick those up if you don't have subscriptions. Alright, so... Our topic of discussion this time because I knew there was gonna be a lot of movie news I didn't want to get into too much depth about anything specific so we have a ton of listeners who have emailed me and asked all kinds of questions and what we're gonna do is I'm gonna try to answer some of them Um, if I don't get all to all to all of them I apologize I know that uh, for the most part did email almost everybody back who did email me and give them some kind of response But the very first person who emailed me after the last podcast was posted was Chris. So, Chris, go ahead and read your email.
1: All right, great. Uh, My email goes like this. Um, Hey, I just listened to your podcast for the first time and enjoyed it. Uh, Some background on me. I've enjoyed Batman ever since 1989's Michael Keaton. That's my favorite Batman, uh, despite Keaton's short and thin build. Uh, I was seven years old at the time, and Batman merchandise was exploding with the movie's release. I remember collecting uh, the movie trading cards like crazy. Uh, Every time I went to a grocery store, I'd have to beg my parents for two or three new packs. Um, As I grew up, I remained a casual fan of Batman. I loved Batman Returns, mainly for Michelle Pfeiffer's extraordinary characterization of Catwoman. Uh, The seriousness of that movie, at least that's what was conveyed to me as a youngster, was striking to me, and I'll always remember the trailers which showed Catwoman... Uh, on Penguin's Bed discussing how to destroy Batman. I even enjoyed watching uh, Jim Carrey's Riddler and Tommy Lee's Two-Face in Batman Forever, although the movie took a turn for the worse from Burton's serious take on Batman. Uh, and I had that awesome song, Bad Days by the Flaming Lips, stuck in my head forever.
0: All right, and for everyone out there, if you don't remember uh, Bad Days by the Flaming Lips, i got a nice little clip for you, so...
2: In your dreams you can buy expensive cars Or live on Mars and have it your
0: way And you hate your boss at your Man, I think that's enough of that. Basically, everyone gets the idea. That movie can really get stuck in your head.
1: Uh, All right. Uh, I can enjoy Batman and Robin for the uh, movie's artistic expression, uh, but I hated to see Batman go from Burton back to TV show campiness, Um, and I think putting Chris O'Donnell in as Robin was a mistake for the film, Uh, and I won't even mention uh, Batgirl. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, I think, is one of the most excellent cartoons ever produced, Uh, and it extremely disappoints me that... The style and excellence of that cartoon has yet to really be reproduced in another Batman cartoon uh, or any other cartoon as far as I'm concerned, although uh, I'm just now starting to go through the Superman the animated series, and I believe uh, it's the same people working on that or that worked on that, uh, and I'm really enjoying that right now. Um, I don't know anything about the upcoming Batman cartoon except for one image I've seen, and it disgusts me to see more campiness that looks like a combination Uh, of the Adam West Batman TV show and those Super Friends blocky toys that are in uh, toy stores. Um, I barely saw the last main Batman cartoon, and and I hated that artistic design. Um, And I go on and say, I've never seriously collected the Batman comics, uh, but I always thought Azrael's new Batman costume was awesome back during uh, the nightfall days. Uh, Hush was the best Batman event I've read, mostly because of Jim Lee's artwork. Uh, And indeed, the lack of that sort of detail in artwork and creative drawing has been the main reason I've avoided collecting Batman comics. Uh, Cataclysm was an interesting idea with the earthquake, but I think it was wrapped up too fast with Lex rebuilding Gotham. Uh, Originally, I was unimpressed with Andy Kubert's work on the current Morrison run, but I'm starting to collect them now in anticipation of what's to come. Uh, Frank Miller's Batman and Robin run that's going on currently has been difficult for me. Uh, I believe I have some understanding concerning his uh, dramatic characterization of Batman, uh, but I hate his execution. I don't enjoy seeing Batman laugh like a madman, uh, Gordon portrayed as a cheating husband, um, or frankly, every issue consider uh, containing a GD phrase. Uh, I've actually taken whiteout to every issue to remove the foul language Uh, because I just don't appreciate it or think it's necessary. Uh, Reading I'm Batman is just as powerful, if not more, to me than reading I'm the GD Batman. Um, I don't know what Miller's obsession with that phrase is, but I think it's inappropriate and reflects poorly on him as a writer in person, just my personal thoughts. Uh, Throughout this series, I felt as if he doesn't understand Batman at all, but I understand this is supposed to be his take on the idea of Batman, uh, and not necessarily the character of Batman, and it's better to compare his Batman to the one he portrayed in Dark Knight Returns and uh, Dark Knight Strikes Again. I did enjoy the last issue, though, with Green Lantern and the Yellow Room, and, of course, I think Jim Lee is doing an awesome job. Uh, I'm super looking forward to the upcoming movie, although I hate that I've learned so much about it. Uh, I'd have liked for it to have been a surprise until I actually see it on screen. Um, and then I go on and mention the worst spoiler that I've read and it do- doesn't look like it's going to be a spoiler but I'm going to uh, I'm going to skip that part uh, to not uh, you know give that to any other fans out there that may not want to know about it um, and I end the email by saying uh, as for special topics I'd love to hear about uh, your take on Frank miller's Batman robin I know some love it and some hate it Um, I mentioned that there was a dig.com article arguing why Batman is better than Superman, uh, mainly because Batman earned his abilities, and Superman had a silver spoon, uh, thinking he's always invincible and can fly into any situation, expecting to be victorious. Um, I also would like to know, uh, Dustin, what's your take on the current Grant Morrison run, and what you think uh, will happen in Batman Rest in Peace Um, I'd like to know about the internet communities that create and sell authentic uh, Batman costumes. Um, And I'd also just like more information on great Batman websites and fan communities. Um, And I closed the email by saying that's all I have for now. I've just listened to your show and uh, heard you speak about email and thought I'd shoot you uh, a quick email. Uh, But actually it's been 30 minutes since I started typing this. Uh, Good luck and stay strong, Chris.
0: Okay, so let me go back to a couple little things that you wanted to you wanted to know. Um, my take on Frank Miller's Batman Robin, um, I think it's a new direction for the relationship that's created that that has been created in the past by various other writers um, of the origin story between how they link up. And but I do agree with you on the fact of the foul language. I don't think that it's necessary for all of the foul language to always be in, and pretty much anything that Frank Miller writes, somehow he swears in. And that doesn't necessarily need to happen. There's plenty of writers that write great stories, but don't necessarily swear. And I think because Frank Miller is a good writer, he can get away with it, and nobody really says anything about
1: it. Yeah, and you know I just don't see my the characters and the heroes that I look up to uh, doing that. And I also think it kind of limits the franchise uh, in uh, who's going to read it. And you know you don't you you want to you want to catch children and have them grow up with this stuff. And you put in stuff like that, and it just seems like you know you're shooting yourself in the foot. So yeah.
0: okay, the dig article about which why is bat why Batman is better than Superman. Um, Basically uh, for those of you who haven't seen the article It's basically saying all the reasons why Superman Is Not as good as Batman And that's basically in a nutshell My take on that article is that I think Batman is better than Superman Specifically because Superman He If you look at his history There's only been a couple key moments In his um, storyline that have actually really changed things F- specifically what I'm referring to is the death of Superman that was like the biggest thing since the creation of Superman back in whatever year it was that really happened that kind of shook Superman up the fact that holy oh I can't believe it um uh Superman can actually die are you kidding me um Cause that's the problem. Batman, he's had his back broken. You know, he's had women that he's loved be murdered. He, I mean, he has inner struggles that he deals with just because he wears the he wears a mask. And I think with Superman, it's a different. I think it's completely different uh, basis. Superman doesn't have to wear a mask. He's he's Superman, and he puts the mask of Clark Kent on to go around and I think that's what what makes them so different and I think what makes uh, what makes Batman a better hero is that Batman could die at any moment but he's willing to put his life on the line to make Gotham and the people of Gotham and wherever he goes a better place Superman he doesn't he's not really putting anything on the line he's just using the powers and abilities he was given to help the world out and I think that's the difference of what makes Batman better than Superman.
1: We may have opened up a can of worms there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll get like a thousand, well not a thousand, but I'm sure I'll get plenty of emails saying, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And, you know, we'll, we'll get to those emails too, and I'll read everybody's uh, comments about your opinions and stuff, but that's just mine. So everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and I'm not about to say anybody else is wrong because, you know, I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. So anybody out there who thinks I'm in the wrong and I don't know what I'm talking about, as always email me Batman Universe Podcast at Yahoo.com and we'll get to them in the current or we'll get them in the future. Alright, um my current take on the Grant Morrison one. I think it is probably one of the best things that's come up in recent times, much better than um the Resurrection of Ra's al Ghul run that happened a couple uh, a couple months ago. Well, wrapped up a couple months ago. It's been actually been a little, probably a little longer than that, but... Um... I like it. I like it a lot. I think, um... Grant Morrison is... I think this is his time f- to really make Batman his own. Um... Mm-hmm. What do I think will happen in Batman RIP? I have no clue. I have honestly sat back many, many times trying to figure out: Are they really going to kill him? or Are they going to kill him? Or are they going to do like a future sequence where they like make make it like as in uh, Justice League Unlimited with you know a world without Batman? I have no idea.
1: I think I have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Um, I'm 99% certain he won't physically die. Uh, but there's something going on with his mind and his mental health. Uh, the last issue of Batman, um, he kind of snaps. Robin and Nightwing discuss it, and um, I think it's building up to some sort of psychological thing. I think that's what Morrison's been working up, and I don't know how it's going to change him. Um, I don't know how he's going to, you know, snap or anything like that. But uh, I think it's safe to say um, he will be alive. But they're still promising that he's going to be much different than he uh, he ever was, and. Uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, although it is one thing that I do want to note, everywhere that it's uh, everywhere that I've seen the little ad that says Batman, uh, R I P. It does say R I P. R dot I dot P dot. That doesn't necessarily have to mean rest in peace. So we could be just you know I think they could be throwing us all off in a loop maybe possibly, and it could be something different than you know. Him dying.
1: So, oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah.
0: Um, Internet communities that create and sell authentic Batman costumes. Honestly, I do not know any. I'm going to have to figure it out. I do have something from one of the other emails that we're going to get into. And I'll jump right into that one. Okay, so on to the next email. This was an interesting email I got from Brian. Brian is actually... Uh, does a podcast himself, and his podcast, um, I, it's called the Josh and Kraz Show, and it's basically, um, all about anything at all that has to do with, it's, I mean, no offense to him, and I've talked to him many times, it's like geek news, uh, about movies. They discuss Indiana Jones, Batman, Iron Man, Hulk, they discuss pretty much anything and everything, uh, on that show so you can check that out i will provide a link to him just because um of what he's he's uh involved in um but you need to check that out brian is actually um a lot of people may know of the the term fan film um brian is actually the writer and director for a new upcoming Batman fan film entitled Batman Forsaken Um, he's actually um, working on this project with Gotham Public Works now some of you might know Gotham Public Works from they've been at a couple of the different uh, comic conventions and they'll also be at this year's uh, the Comic Con in San Diego they are basically they're either aspiring actors or actors and actresses that make their own costumes and do fan films hmm. and they've done some in the past and some of them have been really great and basically what Brian is doing is because he's the writer and director he basically emailed me and said hey uh you know we were wondering if you could maybe mention something about our 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 uh, fan film So I started talking to him about it and got into it and basically come to find out instead of being a normal fan film like they've done in the past, what they're going to, what his idea is, is a series of 10 minute serials or like web episodes, which is a lot better idea because it's not just, you know, a five minute film and then that's it. This could actually be, you know, an actual decent thing. It just, it would take, because... Obviously, they don't have a studio funding them. It takes a little bit more time to get everything filmed. And they all have day jobs during the day. So they do this on the weekends and stuff. But his idea is that they're going to do in 10-minute serials and then release them so then you can watch and you can wait for the next one. So I actually thought that was a really good idea. And for the next episode, we're actually going to have Brian and a couple or uh, I think... He said that uh, either a couple of the producers are going to be on, and some of the cast members are actually we're going to do. I'm going to do an interview with them, and find out a little bit more, and we're going to explore the fan film genre a little bit more um, in the next episode. But we're going to have that um, for everybody next time but
1: that's real interesting I think I've I may have seen pictures online of uh their them in costume I remember something months ago uh with the Joker Batman and I can't remember who else
0: yeah they've they've done a lot um uh, one of the films uh actually I don't want to say that because I don't want to I don't want to say anything that I could be wrong about I'm just kind of going off of uh what he wrote me and I'm thinking I'm messing some of it up but But they've done some in the past, but nothing like this where they're going to do it in the 10-minute episodes where it could actually be a full-length film in the end. Um, And I think that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, that's very exciting. Is it going to have, do you know any idea, uh, Batman uh, more of a cloth costume?
0: That I don't know for sure, um, but I will definitely make sure to throw that question in there when I do that interview but we will have the interview for the next podcast if we don't do it live when we record uh I will record it ahead of time and f- put it in the podcast the appropriate time so Sounds great to the next email from Jason he basically said I enjoy your show man keep up the good work I've got a question for you to address as time permits Iron Man versus Batman at the box office which flick will perform better It'll be interesting to see especially considering the ironic difference in marketing strategies. The Dark Knight's viral campaign has been mysterious, subdued and rel- relatively inexpensive and grassroots that will likely change the film as the as the film draws closer. While Iron Man has had TV spots galore and a Super Bowl debut trailer. While I do plan to see both, I'm not feeling much buzz around my way for Iron Man, not nearly as much as the dar- as for Dark Knight. I am immediately biased as a Batman fan. I also think many people who wouldn't care for a Batman movie otherwise will see it on the strength of Ledger's performance alone and the fact that that it's his last role. And this is like I said from Jason. So, Chris, what's your what's your uh theory, Iron Man vs Batman?
1: Uh I agree with uh with Jason. I think that's uh that's really good. Um Iron Man, there was a, you know maybe a few weeks or months ago I was wasn't sure. I thought man, Iron Man may uh do considerably better than Batman, but now as it's gotten closer, it's it seems obvious to me that Iron Man will do well, um but Batman's going to do a lot better and I think Iron Man is really focused on so much marketing uh for the movie um that it's the reason is because Iron Man is not a well-known character like Batman. Uh, you know people hear iron man and a lot of people think the triathlon they don't think uh famous marvel superhero and so they've worked really hard to get people to understand hey this is our movie this is what it's about uh for me as a fan it's almost spoiled the iron man movie because i feel like i've seen the whole thing and i hate that uh, but with batman he's you know he's so much more well-known um, and like Jason says, there's still you know so a lot more time to go with the Batman film before it comes out to continue marketing. But yeah, with Heath Ledger, all of the uh, news about him and his uh, his unfortunate death and uh, everything else, I think is it, in the end, Batman will gross uh, I would say considerably more than Iron Man. Although I know Iron Man, or I believe Iron Man, will still be a great success as well.
0: And I I agree in the fact that I think. Iron Man will do is do a will have great success as well, but I definitely think um, my own opinion is that I think, and I'll, I'll, I'll I could be quoted as this that Dark Knight will probably double in t- uh, box office tickets than Iron Man did, and if not, if not uh, on the first weekend overall, then definitely, just because I think the hype about the Batman movie. I mean, literally, you go on to Uh, Google News and you type in the Dark Knight and you you do a search by you know date and just by the stuff that happened in the day and literally every single day there's news all over the internet about the Dark Knight. You type in Iron Man there is news mostly because it's coming out on Friday but there's not nearly as much. All the viral marketing has really got people talking if not about what's happening in the viral marketing, it's gotten the media's attention because people are like, wow, this is something different that nobody's doing. You don't hear people saying, wow, Iron Man, he's got a trailer on every five minutes on MTV. I mean, nobody talks about that. That's just normal marketing. What the Dark Knight's doing is something insane, or not insanely, but it's doing something much, much different. So that's what my, my opinion is. Batman will definitely win. Not Iron Man. I concur. Alright. Alright. Next one. From Angel. Hey Dustin. I just discovered your podcast and want to congratulate on. As a Batman fan, I appreciate what you are doing and looking forward to your next show. I would also like to hear your take on the latest DC Nation column that came out this week at the back of all the DC Comics. It discusses upcoming stories DC has planned for Batman Confidential, including the first appearance of King Tut in comic continuity what do you think of the premises that they present and then the the next email she sent me the actual the article on digits, so I'm not going to read all of it but basically um, it goes into saying a bunch of different ideas well I'm assuming they're ideas and they're not necessarily um, set in stone but it basically shows it says that there will be we'll be seeing the Joker spending his first night in Gotham Gotham jail cell, um, and what effects his mania can have on good cops in the police force. Um, it also says that we will be seeing uh, the first uh, Batman's first encounter with the Mad Hatter, as well as the introduction of King Tut. Um, The ancient evil, or the ancient evil that is King Tut. The first time the boy king has ever fought the Dark Knight in the pages of the Batman comic will be found in Batman Confidential. My opinion, not real sure what to think about that. Um, King Tut. Why do they need to introduce new villains? Exactly. The rogue gallery for Batman is so... Well, I'm almost positive probably just as big if not the biggest of any other comic book uh superhero why would they need to bring somebody new they could go back and do somebody that they haven't used in years but instead they're going to introduce somebody new i just i don't necessarily think that that's the best approach but the way if they do it the right way it could work Okay, so the next email we have is from China. Hey, keep up the good work. Don't let people get you down. I totally appreciate someone bringing me all the rumors and viral marketing info because someone because as someone who has a full-time job, a full-time student and a parent, I just don't have the time to find myself. You're super. I was wondering if you had a scoop on whether or not the movies will be working with Scarecrow anymore. I love that character, China. And basically, the answer to that, Scarecrow will be in The Dark Knight. And that's not, well, hopefully that's not a huge spoiler to everybody because that was actually reported a long time ago, way before I even started doing the podcast. So, um, basically, I think what they're going to do is, my theory is they're going to wrap up the fact that Scarecrow was running around the Narrows and probably towards the beginning of the film, Batman is probably going to somehow apprehend him and he'll go to jail. But if you look on imdb.com, internationalmoviedatabase.com, <clears throat> if you look on that site, Cillian Murphy is still listed as a cast member in The Dark Knight. So
1: Good.
0: that's uh, that's my assumption and I like the fact that they'll wrap up the fact that he's just not running rampant in the Narrows the entire movie. Because that'd be kind of not really making sense. Instead of trying to concern himself with somebody else, you should really, you, th- you would think Batman would take care of something right away.
1: Yeah, he's had his movie.
0: All right. Um, all right. And then a couple days later, Angel emailed me um, again and said, Hey Dustin, I just spoke on the phone with a friend who's at the uh, New York Comic Con, and they just showed the second trailer to The Dark Knight. He briefly described that there's a scene with Harvey Dent, uh, Bruce Wayne, and Rachel Dawes in which Rachel tells Bruce she's dating Harvey and leaves Bruce hanging. Harvey then introduced himself to Bruce very nonchalant. I'll try to get more details on the trailer and write back to you. So then a little while ago, um, the the thing that came out, or she emailed me back and said, I forgot to tell you that during the trailer presentation, the Warner Brothers people said that they would release the trailer in the... Uh, to the internet in about two weeks so the comic convention was on the 19th of April so about two weeks would be this Saturday not Sunday so we kind of got a little more than two weeks but um, basically like I said earlier you can catch this trailer online if you can look around well enough um, and you can figure you can see it Um, you just got to find it before Warner Brothers finds it that's all it is So then we have one from Eric. Hey guys, how's it going? I've been quite a while since I've written you guys. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that the podcast keeps getting better. You have come a long way since episode one. Back in the earlier episodes, it seemed if you were a bit nervous during the show, in addition, Carl really helps the flow of the show, Carl now replaced by Chris. Um, The only thing that I have a complaint with is when Carl's microphone, which is irrelevant because Chris is now on and his mic is crystal clear,
1: um, Should we tell them what I'm using?
0: Yeah, let, yeah, everyone, let's uh, <laughs> let's hear what Chris is using. Uh,
1: the excellent sound quality is actually coming from uh, Xbox 360 Rock Band microphone connected to the computer. It's a USB port, so it's pretty good. And I've just got on some headphones. But uh, you know, podcasting, uh, you don't have to go out and spend boohools of money. And uh, I was really surprised that uh, my 360 peripherals would uh, would do the job so well.
0: Yeah, and uh, case in point with uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money, the microphone I use is came free along with the webcam that I bought. So uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money. I mean, you can find pretty cheap ones. um, If you have any kind of uh, USB-connected microphones for Xbox or PlayStation, most of them are compatible with computers, so you could use those as well. So that's just a little... Throw out there for anyone who was interested in being on future episodes. It doesn't take a lot. Um, I like to show the show topics on the animated series that Batman has been in. Maybe in future episodes, you can talk about the action figure lines that Batman has been in. I'm a huge action figure collector, so I know I would enjoy, and hope my fellow listeners would too. Anyway, take it easy, guys. I look forward to episode nine. Eric from California. Um, We will probably end up using the action figures. Later on, down the line, probably more after the entire dark line or dark night action figure line comes out. so
1: I do want to mention that I saw a picture online a couple of days ago of uh, a new uh, thing from Lego. They have they're coming out with uh, the Batman uh, Tumblr Batmobile in Legos, and it is very accurate to what it looked like in the movie. Uh, it kind of took me by surprise, but it looks really cool.
0: Yeah, and uh, you're you're talking about the Lego trailer? Uh,
1: no, no, this is actual Lego product. You know, right now they have the different Batman products out. They've they've been they've been doing that for a while, and they've even had one or two Batmobiles. Um, and I've always been on the lookout, thinking, well, they're going to come out with one that looks like the Batman Begins Tumblr? And apparently, I don't know when it's going to be out, but uh, they will be releasing it. <coughs> uh, really neat.
0: I actually think I read. Well, I didn't. I didn't actually see. A picture of that actually I think I, maybe I did uh that was actually at the the toy international toy fair a while back I might have saw some pictures on that but I know that the Lego the new line of the Batman Legos are supposed to be coming out towards the fall around uh right before Christmas time uh, not really in uh coordination with um Dark Knight which is kind of disappointing for those of you or those of us who want to get those we're just going to have to wait a little longer.
1: Well, you know what they're doing. They're going to release them along with the DVD. Really? Well, you know, since it's supposed to, uh, the DVD comes out, you know, in December. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I bet they're they're trying to team that up.
0: Yeah, that, that probably makes a little more sense. So, next, I think this is actually the last one we have. Yes. Um, the last one we have is from Adam. Hey, what's up guys? This is Adam. I love your podcast and hope it continues. I like how you talk about all the comics related to Batman every month and how you talk about movie news and TV news and stuff. I especially like the movie lose news and I, as I can learn more about the new movie and the viral sites without wasting my precious time that I need for my homework here at college. I love the comic news, too, because I don't have the money to get any of those. The only comic I get is Ultimate Spider-Man. He's my favorite hero. Batman's my second favorite, and Superman's third. But I wish I could get more Spider-Man as well as some of the Batman comics. When I get a job this summer, I'll be sure to describe at least one Batman comic. My favorite Batman movie, or my favorite movie, is Batman Begins. Although I may as well say that The Dark Knight is my favorite, even though I haven't seen it yet. LOL. I also like the animated Batman movies, not including the Batman, the Batman's Batman vs. Dracula. Um, I love the 90s Batman animated series. I watched it as a kid and loved it. Batman was my favorite hero at the time, but whenever it changed to the new Batman Adventures and was moved from Fox Kids to Cartoon Network, I had to find another show to watch because we had just gotten a new cable package that didn't include Cartoon Network. So that's when I discovered Spider-Man through that TV show. I also love the new Batman Superman Adventures. That's how I learned more about Superman and his villains through the Superman series and Batman Beyond. I'm disappointed that it was as short as it was though and for the same and the same for the new Batman Superman adventures and the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. I'm eagerly awaiting the new Batman Brave and the Bold with as you described it a more Silver Age style that than the Batman's crappy anime style. I don't care for some of the depictions of Batman, Bruce Wayne, in the new Batman Gotham Knight animated, or should I say anime, movie. I don't really care for anime too too much to begin with, not just the Batman style, but the anime in general, including Magna. I'm just not a fan of it, but some depictions of him in this new movie look pretty cool. I don't know anything about the questioner, or other than that she's Renee Montoya, but, and I don't know... Of many other forgotten villains other than the ones you've talked about on the show and the ones that have showed up in the animated series so that would be my suggestion for a forgotten villain but then seeing as how i don't know anything about the question i understand that she's probably not a villain but a hero but i like but like i said i know nothing about her um my only advice is that you can put a little more emotion and inflection in your voice and the latest podcast especially sound like you were tired of bored and da, 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 da. can't wait for the next podcast Adam okay <laughs> was that true Dustin? Were you tired and bored? Actually, I wasn't bored, but I was extremely tired because I was trying to get that podcast posted so everyone could get it Monday morning because so as a lot of people have said that they get it they use it for their commute to work, and I felt bad if I didn't get it up and I I feel bad that we're not getting this episode up until Tuesday. Well, it'll be Wednesday morning, but either way, I just was tired. And I, I know that there's one point that I probably did yawn, and I apologize for that. But I was just trying to get the episode out for everybody else. And I'm hoping I'm not sounding tired this episode, and I have a little more emotion that I'm putting in my voice, and I don't sound so monotone. I can't remember exactly who it was, but somebody emailed me and said I basically sounded like, uh i was trying to sound like batman
1: Um, (laughs) that was uh that was me (laughs) oh oh yeah yeah
0: that's right uh yeah so hopefully i'm putting a little more uh emotion in my voice and it sounds uh we'll just throw we'll just throw a quick one out to adam um the question yeah she is not a villain she's a hero. And it is Renee uh, Montoya, but it was not always. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to take up too much time. But if you are interested in the question, I would say go to uh, Google, type in the question, and go to the Wikipedia one. Those are really the best ones. Um, Probably more towards after the release of the movie and we bring back comic reviews we'll eventually we'll run out of uh forgotten villains and we can go to forgotten heroes but we'll probably end up doing the question and the history of the question on the next episode just so you know the history that you were asking about so
1: yeah that's news to me
0: um the only other comments we had one new uh review on iTunes That I will pull up for everyone. It is basically, uh, let's see, the person is XAJO, which that doesn't necessarily mean that's their name, obviously. Um, And they said, When searching through iTunes, I was amazed at the lack of Batman podcasts out there. This is certainly the best one I found. Dustin is new to podcasting and he's picking up things and improving with each show. He does a good job of gathering info on what's happening in the Batman universe and giving us a helpful summary. Sure, there's things that could that could improve, but as for me, I will be a loyal listener and look forward to the future of this podcast. Keep up the great work. And Oh, actually I I just realized there's another one up here. Um from Movie Phone. And I imagine if that's really from Movie Phone, I can't believe they're actually checking my thing out, but hey, that's cool. Um, informative and interesting, exactly what a podcast should be. And they gave me five stars, so if it really is movie phone, hey, that's great. Um, the other... Um, all right, so then uh, we got a couple messages onto the pod mail. Uh, The first one says, Hi Dustin, my name is Alfredo, but my friends call me Apple. I caught your last two podcasts and gotta tell you I love it, bro. I love Batman and have for years. Thanks for keeping me up to date with some of the movie information. I'm 32 years old and would love to help you out with your podcast if you ever need a a co-host. I have a huge collection and knowledge of Batman and others. And he basically gives me his Skype information and says that he can help me out in future episodes. So alfredo or apple i guess i'll call you apple because that's how you signed your message um email me at um batman universe podcast and i'll keep you up to date with all the stuff that i send out and we can get you maybe on the next episode so and the next one is from uh graham from california hello graham uh hello dustin my name is graham and I'm an avid fan of your podcast. I discovered it late two days ago from this email, but it's hands down the best Batman podcast available. Your information is informative and interesting, and the presentation you get is, is very real and familiar, making it even more enjoyable for Batman fans like myself. As I, said before I, uh, bef- as I said before, I joined late, and only eight episodes are available. The last dated April 4th, and it's now the 27th. And I'm worried that you have somehow canceled your podcast. Please let me know that I am wrong. Yours is the only one worth a D. Uh, finally, I would like to thank you for taking your time of your own life to make something awesome and available for free all over the world. You rock so hard. Please continue. If you, And if you're busy, then I hold nothing against you. But know that you don't suck or something stupid like that. Respectfully yours, Graham. Uh, as you can hear by listening to this podcast, Graham, we are not canceled. Not exactly sure where... That information that, that the, the printed date is April fourth because actually the last episode that we did was I believe on the thirteenth, so I think you might have been looking at episode seven. But either way, obviously we're not we're not uh we're not sucking too bad because we're still growing strong. So um we will obviously continue on doing podcasts and f- as long as I am I, as long as I'm able to do them. Um, Sometimes it'll just be a little later because of uh, conflicting schedules and I try. I, I always i like to always have at least a co-host um, and We worked it out this time at first we worked it out because Chris was busy on Sunday, and then I was completely busy yesterday with the scavenger hunt so we try to work it out so we can get it going so and Then we had three comments on the podcast page First one was from Troy, great podcast guys, love the new episode. Next one is from Josh, hey Dustin, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the upcoming Batman Rip storyline. Well, we actually already grabbed that one, Um, we talked about that a little earlier, thanks for the awesome podcast. Josh from Indiana. And the last one, Adam, hey, uh, from Adam, hey Dustin, I love the show, I'm always a big uh, Batman fan, I'm watching Batman Returns as I type this, keep up the good work Dustin. So, thanks to everyone who has emailed. I appreciate that. I'm loving it. It actually makes me want to do the podcast more and more and more the more emails I get. I have, as Chris can attest to, I I try to email everybody back. Yeah. And answer all your questions that you have. So, you don't necessarily have to wait for the podcast to actually hear all my answers. If I am flooded with emails, which hopefully at some point... Later down the road, I will be flooded with emails, and I won't be able to do that. Um, but I try to make as much effort as I can. So, as always, the the Batman Universe Podcast at Yahoo.com is the email address. You can always go on to the website, BatmanUniversePodcast.Podomatic.com, and you can leave comments there if you're already on Podomatic through another you register on Podomatic you can send pod mail either way I check everything and I try to get back to everybody um, but that's basically it now one thing I do the last thing I want to do on this uh, episode is that I want to announce that we are going to be tr- uh, next episode we are going to be starting a brand new outline we're going to be adding a lot of things that people have been asking about we're going to be Minimizing some things that people haven't been super interested about. Um, but one of the biggest things that we're going to uh, start covering is uh, more toy news and action figure lines. Um, specifically, um, any news at all about the toys. Which I've give gen- I've given general news about toys in the past. But we're going to start covering it more de- in detail. Also collectible news. a lot of people are interested about collectibles what upcoming collectibles are and there's pretty much at least once a week i get an email from either uh, toy news international or wizard.com talking about all this stuff and there's always a batman collectible up there so we're going to start talking about that stuff next episode um we're going to um instead of doing topic of discussion we're going to be doing questions and answers for all of the emails and stuff that we receive um, we're still going to hold off on the comic reviews but we're going to change up some other stuff we're going to try to uh, we're going to throw in comic news which is basically any news that we find out about uh, upcoming comic series that are coming out and stuff like that we're going to talk about that uh, instead not just two weeks ahead of time or two weeks in the future but uh, for instance, if we hear a series is going to be starting up If we hear a series is going to be cancelled We're going to bring you that news as soon as we get it on the podcast So I
1: think Little that's
0: mini Sorry, what?
1: Little, is that? Is that going to be uh, mini-casts?
0: Well, mini-casts uh, Not thinking so We're probably just going to do one gigantic episode Every two weeks Still um, When it Maybe uh, once June hits and we've got so much information We might get to the point where we're doing an episode every week, which if you're interested in getting an episode every week Let me know and maybe we can work something out with that and get that rolling But uh, as for right now, we're just going to keep it at every two weeks just so There's enough time to gather all the news But as in there's more and more news every time we might just go to Oh episode every week, so If you're interested in getting an episode every week, email me about that and let me know. Um, And obviously, if they're every week, they might just be a little shorter. But at the same time, this episode, we're already hitting an hour and a half. So if you want a 45-minute episode instead of an hour and a half, and you want one every week, email me and let me know. Um, If
1: they're listening to this on their commute to work, they're already in the building and... (laughs) and uh well at work
0: by now except for the one guy who emailed me saying it takes him two hours to get to work
1: oh well wow. so,
0: so as always um thank you for listening uh, i thank chris for being on the podcast and yeah ho-
1: thanks so much for having me
0: we hope to have you back uh in the future um
1: yeah
0: I can all right uh as always uh, thanks, as, I keep saying it over and over, but thanks for listening, I really appreciate everybody's responses, it really makes me feel like I'm doing something that matters for people, so, um, all right, well, this is the Batman Universe Podcast, I'm Dustin, and we'll see you next time.